Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the final inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time for your NASCAR segment. This is Dennis Michelson along with the lovely and talented Lori Monroe from Racetalkradio.com. And Lori, another mile and a half race in another race where the penalties were more exciting than what we might have seen on the track. Yeah, I... Uh... I don't know about Kyle Busch, like speaking of penalties, that, that this lug nut deal again. I am really getting tired of this nitpicking of the lug nut thing. Why on earth are we concentrating so much on lug nuts? I don't get it. It's, uh, it's a little bit much. It, it, the more I hear this and the more this happens, and I don't know how many guys are getting caught you know, guys that you never even hear of when they're talking, uh, when the race is on. I don't know how many teams are getting caught with uh, with wheel nut infractions. But again, we're back to Kyle Busch and this once again. I don't know how many times this is, <laughs> how many weeks in a row. But that's just, uh, that's nuts. And the whole Kyle Larson thing with his with his penalty, with his, I guess, his, uh, his brake cooling. I don't know. Like, my God, this... This is getting to be too much. This is too nitpicky, too measuring with uh, micrometers. It's just, it's, it's, it's wearing thin on me, I'll tell you. It really, for me, and this sounds kind of weird to say, because you, you expect everybody to be on the up and up and nobody cheat and no, all that no, kind of don't. stuff. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, in today's NASCAR, you sort of do. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it's the way racing is now where you know racing back in the day you almost were shocked if you didn't hear somebody had found another gray area in the rules on a particular week nowadays everything is so stringent and the one thing is if it was giving us better racing on the track yeah i would get excited about all of the nitpicky rules, if it meant that we were getting great racing. But outside of maybe five laps after a restart, was there anything memorable that happened at any of the mile-and-a-half tracks all season long? Um, All I can say is Kyle Larson, and especially last week, and the fact that this kid has to race from the back like two, three, four, five times, that was... That was quite impressive for him to to get close to, to to grabbing a win, finishing second. I don't know how close he was to grabbing a win, quite frankly, half a track. But still, the guy passes how many cars in that race? He must have passed 3,000 cars. It was incredible. But, of course, yeah. NASCAR will say it was the rear brake cooling that made the difference. <laughs> so they had to come down hard with pretty much a death 
penalty. Yeah. You know, 35 points in today's world of NASCAR and the crew chief being suspended. And I think it was, what, a $75,000 75 grand. Yes. Yeah. This is like a death penalty for a parking violation. I mean, take away the last little thing that somebody can get creative about. I know, but this was a blatant violation. This was doing something that you're not allowed to do. This isn't even gray area stuff. So I kind of get that, but it still upsets me that they're not allowed to be uh, have any ingenuity when it comes to that type of thing. Like that should be something that you you should be able to do it if you want to. If you don't want to, like have uh, cooling on your brakes. Why not? I hell, I would. Well, I think it's a good idea if you can figure out a way because if you're going to get air into the rear brakes like they did with this this cooling system. You've got to give up something. So you've got to grab air that would normally go past the, the ducts. You're picking up drag to cool your brakes. So it's not like they figured out a way to do this that didn't have zero drag. They decided, hey, look, we're going to give up maybe, you know, five pounds of drag on this car by cooling the brakes. But it's going to help him in the long run. Because certainly when he was the best was late in a fuel run. And that probably had a little bit to do with the tires not gaining as much air pressure, which probably had something to do with the brakes cooling off, which didn't transfer any more heat to the tires. I mean, we're talking fractions of a pound of air pressure buildup now makes a big difference. So, But they had to give away some drag. They had to increase drag to get those cooler brakes. So they, they didn't figure out some way to do this that was totally, you know, free as far as drag coefficients. So I look at this and I say, fantastic. You came up yeah. with a way to do something that nobody else is doing. I don't know whether it was a 10% improvement or a 5%. I don't know if it was all just a coincidence that he was the only guy who could pass. And some of it, I just think, is because Kyle Larson's just a crazy good driver. Who's Kyle willing... Larson is Kyle Larson, yeah. He's, he's willing to go places on the track that nobody else yeah. is willing to take that chance. So mm-hmm. I give more credit to Kyle Larson, the driver, taking chances yes. than I do the equipment. But then to come down on this, to come down on the lug nuts, I mean... It's clear that nobody on Kyle Bush's pit crew can talk, can count to five. You know, I just, <laughs> I don't get all of this stuff. And it's, you know, they even admitted late in that race on their radio that they had only had four lug nuts tight, yet they stayed out there. Maybe what NASCAR needs to do is go back to having officials in every pit and pointing it out that there's a missing lug nut and make them come back in. Because the current penalties have not been strong enough. All it's been doing is acting as another vacation plan for everyone on Kyle Busch's team. (laughs) But maybe the rules need to be different. And and the other thing that NASCAR sort of legislated away is some of the teams were getting creative in how they shaped the bottom of the splitter to get a little bit of almost ground effects out of this 
supposedly supposed to be flat piece, but you play with it enough and you can get it to bend and do what you want. They took that away, of course, and now, of course, the teams that were benefiting most from that are are slowing down, namely the Keselowski and Logano teams. And Brad Keselowski's comments made more headlines than anything that was done on the track by Martin Truex Jr. Is that good for the sport? Um, I think it's good for the fans. It's good for the fans, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it, I, I enjoy hearing the candor coming from, from Brad Keselowski because he over the years, he has been so blatantly honest to the point where, of course, he gets himself in trouble by pointing out things in the sport. And you know NASCAR absolutely just, they, they'd like to lock him in a room with a roll of duct tape, I'm sure. But I enjoy hearing what he has to say because, to me, he speaks the truth. You know, his family's been in racing since racing was in black and white. So, uh, you know, you respect what he says. You respect what he says, and you also respect him after you see the the punishment that he got, the pummeling that he took in the media. Steve oh, yeah. O'Donnell quickly on Monday morning on, on Sirius to, to basically call Brad everything but white. And then you had, you know, everybody taking their turn. Letard mm-hmm. had his turn with, uh, with Jeff Burton, how, oh, you know, he shouldn't be speaking up like this. And they're going on and on. They even got the shiny penny out, you know, Dale Jr. to say that, you know, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with domination in the sport. And then, of course, (laughs) just when you're thinking that Dale Jr. is on that same page, Dale Jr. comes out with this whole anti-splitter comment tirade on his podcast. I was like, thank you, Jr., because when Dale Jr. speaks, NASCAR can't punish him. Well, we don't think they can, but uh, yeah, I was uh, I was interested to to hear that as well. But again, back to Keselowski, they've got him to the point where he's sort of backtracking, and well, I, it was all in the heat of the moment and all that stuff. Well, I'm sorry. When uh, to me, the heat of the moment is the truth in everything. Oh, you hear the it, truth in the heat of the moment. In NASCAR, when a guy first gets out of the car and no PR person has had a chance to talk to him. <laughs> that's the only Corral, time yeah. that's the only time you get honesty out of these guys. Yeah. And and the only time you'd get honesty out of one of the NASCAR announcers is if they hit their thumb with a hammer. Then you'd hear them swear. But other than that, anything that's coming out of their mouth is pure BS. Yeah, that's it sounds that way to me. It's crazy. Well, folks, it is time for us to step out and take a quick break. When we come back, more complaining because we're going to blow up somebody's NASCAR still. You're listening to the final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the final inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dennis and Lori on a Saturday afternoon. And you know, if Dennis and Lori are talking. What's coming next? Some great music. A classic, even. Ah, yes, and when the dog sings, that's our cue to start 
blowing up somebody's NASCAR still. Laurie Monroe, can you tell the fine folks of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and worldwide on the interwebs what this is all about? If something has irked you over the past week in the world of NASCAR, we will blow that up for you. So if you want to head over to racetalkradio.com, fill out the form. You can see it on the opening page, a link to blow up stills, or send us an email from any of our email addresses on the website, racetalkradio.com. And we will include you in our weekly still blowing. And I'm going to start bribing people. Do it. Because... Because we're not getting enough still blowers because people just want to be bribed nowadays. We know how you people yeah. work. Yeah. So if you nominate a still blowing and we use it on the air, I'm going to send you a T-shirt. So that's that's how this oh. is going to work from now on. We're going to start bribing people because I got a lot of T-shirts laying around that we can give away and we're going to have some fun with it. Lori Monroe, do you have a NASCAR still Ew. to blow up? I do. Last, uh, last, what was it? Saturday night, the Cup race. I'm so confused in my uh, my dates. But anyway, Chase Elliott on the track, and Rick Allen started talking about Chase Elliott, talking about him being the son of Hall of Fame driver Bill Elliott. Like nobody knows who Chase Elliott is, Dawsonville, Georgia. But he went on to say that any time that Bill Elliott would win a race in the past, they'd ring the bell at the Dawsonville, Dawsonville Pool Hall. Mm. Ring the bell. Ring mm. the bell. Like Rick mm. Allen. He was describing this like he'd never even heard the story before about the siren at the, at the Dawsonville mm. Pool Hall. So basically, Jeff Burton had to pick up where Rick Allen left off and tell the story as it should be. But having to describe who drivers are and then the history of, of Bill Elliott, if you don't know who Bill Elliott is, I'm sorry. We're going to blow you up. You can Google it if you're that. Oh, man. This is but he a, didn't like, even tell the story right. So Rick uh, Allen's the one who's I'm, I'm blowing up this week. That's a, We're going to need some big bombs not to a blow bell. up it's that It's not man. a bell. Yeah. No, it's not a bell. They ring the Jeez. bell over at Hendricks Motorsports. <laughs> exactly. Might as, well just, might as well just screw it all up if we're going to screw just, up. I want to blow the S up as well <sighs> at Hendricks. That'll work. All right. My still is NASCAR legislating every little last little nugget of innovation out of this sport. The thing that I loved about NASCAR back in the day was that guys could actually invent something that would end up working and giving them an advantage for as long as they could keep the secret. Nowadays, nothing. Because if NASCAR catches you with something, they're not going to let the next guy use it. They're going to outlaw every single thing. And if it was giving us better racing, I guess I could live with it. But since it's screwing the racing up even more, I just want to blow up somebody at NASCAR for not realizing and not having a brain enough to realize that innovation is what made this sport great. I feel yeah. better now. I, I hope better. so. I have another one I want to blow up. Nature's Bakery is going to be back on Danica's, or, or oh, was yeah. back on Danica's car. I yep. just want to blow them up. There's nothing interests me at all in Nature's Bakery at this point. I'm so soured by the whole the whole issue with Nature's Bakery and Stuart Haas. 
I'm blowing nature's bakery up again. I think we already blew them up once this year, but they need detonated as well again. Yeah, in nature's bakery, I got news for you. When I ate one of those things <laughs> back at Chicagoland Speedway last year when you were giving them away in the media center, I really think I would have been better off just eating the wrapper. It was that bad. So I wow. think that's a great idea. Let's blow them all up again this blow week. All up. Let's get it all, all out of our, our feelings. And, and you know, a little collusion with the Russians this week oh, as well. Geez. So we, we've emailed them to get some of their bombs. So General Mattis and Mr. Putin, please, bombs away! <laughs> that is so good. We, we might be suspended or investigated by Congress for bringing the Russians in on it, but they deserve to, to help out a little bit. I believe the Russians should get their due respect. I think that's a good idea. All yes. right, folks, it is time to hit the NASCAR news, and the worst-kept secret in the world of NASCAR is out <laughs> because Eric Jones is going to be replacing Matt Kenseth. Oh, really? Yeah, when you've got guys like uh, Dale Jr. or uh, more so... Kyle Bush basically out and out saying that, oh, we know that we know that Eric Jones is going to be in the 20 car. You know, it's really not a big secret. Come on. No. So uh, good for Eric Jones. And the first domino has fallen. So now yeah. we get to see who else uh, ends up where. And uh, I think Matt Kenseth is going to still get a good ride next year. So I don't see him retiring. Yeah. I think he will too, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's there's contracts being written, if not even signed, because I really don't think he's gonna he's gonna lay low too long, and I really don't think it's good for for his forward progress for the team he's with right now to have this hanging over their head. Just just let let it let it spill. Just just say what's going on and and go forward because the you know not knowing or not saying anything he's just going to be hounded every week. He's going to be hounded. You know, do you have a ride next year? Do you have a ride next year? Just just cough it up. Cough it up. That would be cough a good idea. Also in the news, some sad news to report because Margaret Waltrip, the mother of D.W. and Michael, has passed away at the age of ninety. Yeah, that was very sad to see. I know they're very close to her. Very, uh, very sad. She lived a wonderful, long life. And the thing is, in NASCAR, in recent years, we almost know more about these people than we do some of our own family members. Yeah, so, oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it is true. Also in the NASCAR news, Brent Dewar has been promoted mm -hmm. to NASCAR president he was the chief operating officer since 2004 and now gets the title of NASCAR president. Maybe this explains things because he's been with the sport only since 2004 and before that, zero racing experience. Before coming to NASCAR, he was a global automotive executive his entire career Maybe it's time to get somebody from the racing world back involved in NASCAR. Maybe. Yeah. Um, the bigger question is what happens with Mike Helton? Yeah, he's got a new title and now maybe they'll make him shave his mustache before we get to see him again. Who knows? Oh, I hope not. But I I, I haven't seen Heidner hair of him. Um, 
he was such a presence for so many years and then all of a sudden he's sort of just sort of in the background now it makes you kind of wonder whether he's not happy with a few of the things yeah. he's seeing and they're keeping him muzzled up but, uh, <laughs> keeping him in the same room with keselowski <laughs> yeah that would be an interesting combination also in the nascar news eric almirola is back and also in the 43 News, Richard Petty says he's confident that Smithfield will return next year. Yeah, all good news. Great to see Almirola back. That was, I guess, eight weeks. And it's incredible how much how much you can heal in eight weeks to the point where you can go back and take the abuse in a, in a stock car. So uh, great to see him back. And hopefully there'll be, yeah, better news for the 43 coming back next year with their sponsor. But again, the odd man looking looking in will be Bubba Wallace. So, be interesting to see if uh, if anything anything gets done with him in the next uh, next few weeks. Yeah, I'd like to see Bubba in a good ride going yeah. forward. But uh, great to see Eric Almarola back as well. Yeah. And also this week they announced that Almarola will run an STB STP throwback at Darlington from 1984. Yeah. So pretty good deal. So is he working on the King's uh, hairdo and mustache from that era? I hope so. And, uh, Me too. <laughs> the King and Awesome Bill will be pacing yeah. the Southern 500. So great to see that as well. Will they ring the bell for Bill? It's a siren. It, it's a siren, doggone Siren. Yeah, because, yeah. and you shouldn't know that because we didn't say it was a BL. Oh, anyway. Exactly. Uh, all right. Racing at New Hampshire this weekend. Laurie Monroe, who's your pick to win? Would you believe I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin? I believe it. And would you believe that I'm going with Matt Kenseth? Good for you. Those yeah. are our picks to click for the big 301-mile race coming up on Sunday. Thanks for tuning in to the Final Inspections NASCAR segment on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 